The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Sports Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericasports.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed in the following program are strictly those of the hosts or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. The horses are at the gate. And they're off! Welcome to Winning Ponies with Ed Meyer. With the weekend coming up, this is the spot to be for news, handicapping, and spotlights featuring the winners behind horse racing today. Now, here's your host, Ed Meyer. And good evening and welcome to Winning Ponies. I'm Ed Meyer. And thank you for taking the time to tune in and be a part of the show as we talk about the Sport of Kings, as always. Happy Father's Day to all this Sunday. Happy Father's Day. Where is the the time going before we knew it? Triple Crown is over. It's already Mother's Day. Didn't say Happy Mother's Day, but I can say it. belated Happy Mother's Day to all. Happy Father's Day to all this Sunday. The girls have been all the rage this year. When haven't they been? And this crop of runners are the guys. We'll suspect Colts, Geldings, Horses. The ladies have taken center stage more on that very shortly. I don't even think I have to tell you how incredible they are. If you haven't heard it, you've been locked up under a rock. I, I mean, can you remember a time when two of the most talented females in racing just captured your attention as such? I can't. Last week, we talked about the data, the sheets, the information. Just on a short checklist, it's economical. You only pay for what you use. Say if you, it's 10 races. You get in a little late from work, or maybe you're at work, maybe the boss is not looking, and there's only seven races left out of the 10. You only pay for those. Some services, all services make you pay for everything easy to use very easy to use tier level speed ratings turf ratings whole lot of fun you'll find yourself digging in there wanting to pull out some of the bigger tier horses and surprise you me the fortifies are not always on the top tier everybody would have assumed that wrong city They're up to date. They're not 72 hours out, but they get it out as close as possible because there are many factors that go into racing. Novice to the hardcore player, you name it, you get it. If you don't like winning ponies, trust you me, you're going to be hard to please. I've seen about every piece of data out there. Sometimes it can be a little little daunting, to say the least. What's happening tonight? We're going to have a recap of last week's races. Biggins, keep you on track of what's happening. Special guest this week, racing director at Colonial Downs, assistant director of racing at Turfway Park, Kentucky racing official, and has held every job in racing 
personal friend of mine, Mr. Tyler Picklesheimer, man on the move, young guy. Then we're going to have some news and a little final furlong handicap. I mean, hopefully we're going to have Pistol Pete Aiello calling in. I like to call him this time of year the Mule Man. The Mule Man, and you will understand that here shortly. A little fun alert. Want to talk to you? A little fun alert this Saturday at Monmouth Park. Winning Ponies will be sponsoring the 11th race. You can get a free download of the races for that day. That would be great. Winning Ponies is stepping up big time by sponsoring the race. The best part is they have a runner, and they want you to have that selection for free. 11th race, Monmouth Park on Saturday. Huge. Only second to the card that's going to be running in Virginia. And I believe it's for lovers, and my man's online, and we're going to be holding him. We're going to be talking to him shortly. Tyler Picklesheimer, I just saw his name pop up. We're going to get to him shortly. Yep, it's for lovers. He'll tell you all about it. And it's one hell of a course. Incredible. I love playing the grass course. He's going to impart all that. I'm going to save it for the professional. But at Monmouth Park, the 11th race, Winning Ponies is going to sponsor the race. It's five and a half on the turf. They want you to know they like the five rows, Catherine, five to two. Ran third in the Keeneland Appalachian, going a mile cutting back. That's very important. Four for four in the money on the weeds. Two for two in the money in 2010. Very solid, working well in the morning. Goes from a grade three to an allowance 2X. And if you don't know what that means, dig in deep. Because it's, other than maiden starter claiming, and it is an incredible pig dropping class. Five to two. J.J. Castellano in the irons for Todd Pletcher. 50% they're winning at the meet, 29% on the year. Numbers speak for themselves. Should be able to stalk and pounce. Pounce. The Breeders' Cup Juvenile Phillies is on her resume. Should catch your eye. One of the best riders on the turf and the Derby winning trainer looking to team up. This should be very good if you get 5-2, to two, lock it, load it, get all you want of it. Let me give you some recent biggins. what's been happening with our good friends at Winning Ponies. And when I say biggins, biggins are just not what they've been doing just, just yesterday. I mean, they, they want you to know what's been happening with them and how they've been doing. And the best part about it is they don't go back and change anything. No magic pen here. And what we're going to do is we're going to start on Friday, June 11th, 156 total biggins. Northlands Park. I couldn't tell you where Northlands is at. Northlands Park, race five, a Superfecta key, 11,188.90. Right behind it was Delta Downs, race five, a Superfecta box, 10,420 cents on the end. Please tip your clerk. Saturday, June 12th, 180 total big. It's Hollywood. Races 5 through 10, a pick 6. 23,141.60. Finger Lakes. Race number 2, Super Vector Key, 20,529 even. Incredible. Sunday, June 13th, 145 total big. It's Woodbine. Race 11 through 8 through 11, a pick 4. 20,347.70. Pretty smoking. I love Woodbine. I just, I, I, it seems like they just go on forever down the lane, in the, yeah, especially in the turf. Monday, June 14th, 64 total biggest. Uh-oh, 
Leading the pack was race number 14 from River Downs to Superfecta, $4,510.80. Not bad for Little River. Tuesday, June 15, 67 total biggins. Leading the pack, Indiana Downs race 10 to Superfecta Key, 3238 even. Wednesday, June 16, 66 total biggins. Stockton races 1 through 4. Pick 4, 4,731.40. Rounding out. Thursday, June 17, 36 total biggins, and that is subject to change because racing is still ongoing, and there are no sweeter words ever spoken on that note. Fair Meadows race number one, a superfecta, $14,490.20. Exotic predictions up to date, $4,543,522. Wow. I mean... And, I mean, it, it is what? It's June. Well, I know what month it is. It's June, and it's right there. Testimonials. Brad S. from Lincoln, Nebraska on Sunday, June 13th. Brad turns 35 bucks into 1200 at Lincoln in five days on June 5th. At a race five, he was down to his last 35 skins. Made a little racing fun. He didn't quit. He dug in deep. And now... 1,200 up at Lincoln in five days. That was pretty good. Monica P., Houston, Texas. First time better hits a $430 super at Sam Houston. General Sam Houston. Governor Sam Houston. Truly excited. Found the website. First time better. Welcome aboard, young lady. Tim from Chicopee, Massachusetts. He loves it. Cashes the big day at Philly Park. Philly Park is really upgrading the races. And as I said before, and my good friend who's going to be our special guest when he pops on the line might, might throttle me about the face and ears, but trust you me, with the alternative gaming, Philly Park will be one of the most major circuits out there to play. Right now, he's probably chuckling offline, but we'll, we'll get his opinion on that one. But he says, thanks for the great Philly Park selections. One, it was fun, and thanks for the picks, and keep winning. No, you keep winning, Tim, because we'll keep putting it out there. Because that is where the fun is at. It's not any fun just to kind of just toss it out there and just hope that you take it down. We want you to win. Churchill Downs, race number six last week. The Florida Lee, or as the announcer called it, the Florida List. And I love this guy. Florida List. It's a grade two event. Rachel Alexander is back. Calvin Burrell between ears, winning by ten and a half. Altered course, ridden out. Two twenty to win for Stevie Asmussen. Here you go. Time one forty eight and three. The Stephen Foster, the boys one forty nine and one. Girls tied it on tight. They came to play that day. Churchill Downs race seven. Jefferson Cup grade three winners. The Deuce. Gleam of hope. Yes, that is a that is a cradle stakes horse of River Downs. Winner, Gleam of Hope, E.T. Baird, nine to one, wins by Avaline. Drift out in the stretch, just in time, paying twenty hoops for Tony Reinstedler. Churchill Downs, race eight, the Northern Dancer, Grade Three, winner of the four, Colazeo. Garrett Gomez in the yards, wins by a dirty neck. Inside most of the way, five forty. Todd Pletcher, go back in the podcast. We had a lot of fun. Hopefully you picked a lot of winners. Churchill Downs, race number nine, the three. 
Commandora, Corey Nakatani, wins by three parts of length, five wide, running, get this, 66-80 for Todd Pletcher. When do you ever let those escape? Please tell me. Race 10, Churchill Downs, a Stephen Foster, very nice race. Grade 1, a mile and eight on the dirt. The Twin Spires coming out of the clouds, the 11, blame. There was no blame. Garrett Gomez wins by three parts of length. Four wide run, late burst. How about a late explosion? 980 to win for Al Stahl. Very nice conditioner. Colonial Downs, the Haas Stakes. Winner, number 12, Baltimore Bob Vladimir Diaz. Wins by a half three wide upper bid, driving 920 to win for John Secor. Hollywood Park, race number nine, the Californian Stakes, grade two, mile and eighth on the all weather. Winners of seven, rail trip, Rafael Bay Hirano, 240 to win for Ronnie Ellis. That's a little recap of last week's action, kind of keeping you up to speed. And you've had your fun alert. Winning Pony sponsor race at Monmouth Park, race 11 this week. Stop on by, check it out for your free download of the races for that day. Five and a half on the turf. We like the five, Rose Catherine at five to two. Well, it is time to add up to a break, and when we return, we're going to be talking with one of the many good guys in racing and a very good friend of mine, one Mr. Tyler Picklesheimer, and you're only going to hear it if you stay tuned here on Winning Ponies. Ain't never going to be the same. Cause I saddle up my horse and I ride into the city. Internet flagship station for sports. Voice America Sports. And they're off. What? Can't make it to the track? You can still get all the action with winningponies.com, the home of Horse Stradamus, handicapper extraordinaire with the most accurate predictions on thoroughbreds, quarters, and Arabian horses at most American and Canadian tracks. Whether it be the Triple Crown, Breeders' Cup, Travers, Haskell, or your daily races, don't worry. Let winningponies.com make some money for you. Do you need directions to solid financial future? If so, the Money Answers Show with Jordan Goodman will provide you with a roadmap to making smart money decisions in every area of your personal finances. Join Jordan every Monday at 12 p.m. Pacific Standard Time, 3 p.m. Eastern, for the Money Answers Show on the Voice America Business Channel. Learn how and where to get the best deals on mortgages, cars, and insurance. Find out the best ways to save for college and retirement. Get out of debt, improve your credit rating, and save on your taxes. The Money Answers Show with Jordan Goodman will provide you with great tips on investment opportunities in real estate, stocks, annuities, and other investment vehicles. That's the Money Answers Show with Jordan Goodman on the Voice America Business Channel every Monday at 12 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. Think of the world 50 years ago. Now think of this same world and how it'll be 50 years from now. Did you know that if the world's population continues to grow at its current rate, our children and grandchildren will only have 25% of the resources per capita that our parents and grandparents had? We must preserve the foundation of a quality standard of living. That foundation starts with Go Green Radio. Join your host, Jill Buck, for Go Green Radio every Friday at noon Eastern, 9 a.m. Pacific on Voice America. 
Entrepreneurial Insights is your weekly excursion into the world of business ownership. Presented by Sunbelt Business Brokers, the leading business brokerage and intermediary firm in the world, Entrepreneurial Insights will examine critical issues that impact both existing and prospective business owners. If you own or want to own a small business, listen for Entrepreneurial Insights with John Davies, Pino Boccinello, and Matt Ottaway. Fridays at 2 p.m. Eastern Time, 11 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Business Channel. school to the pros we, we cover everything let your voice be heard voice america sports tuned in to Winning Ponies with your host, Ed Meyer. Got a tip for us? Need a tip from us? If you want to talk with Ed or his guests, the phone lines are now open toll-free at 1-888-346-9144. That's 1-888-346-9144. Or you can send an email to ed at winningponies.com. Now back to Winning Ponies with Ed Meyer. And welcome back once again to Winning Ponies. I'm Ed Meyer, and thank you for taking your time to join us without you there be no us and we are gratefully appreciative of your time efforts and taking a look at our wonderful site i think you're going to enjoy it if you have not it is second segment and as always we always have our special guest of the week this week being no different today we have director of racing at colonial downs i believe if i've got all the titles correct uh, assistant racing secretary turfway park official on the kentucky racing circuit very good friend of mine, and he's held about every job at the racetrack. One, Mr. Tyler Picklesheimer. Tyler, are you there? Yeah, how are we doing, Ed? I'm very pleased to have you on, my friend. Uh, when I said every job at the racetrack, how many years ago did we start together in the parking lot? Well, uh, <laughs> 20-some, I imagine. We're getting pretty old, aren't we? Yeah, we're getting there. <laughs> but how come you did so much better than I did? Uh, wrong place at the wrong time, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> that or somebody has all the pictures on me, don't exactly, they? Exactly, exactly. <laughs> the only thing I want out of horse racing is me. <laughs> <laughs> well, Tyler, thanks so much for taking your time. Uh, you know, I always refer to you as a, a man that's going to make the big splash in racing. Actually, you're making it as a younger man, and uh, and it's always, it's always a pleasure to actually hear and talk to you. Uh, Tyler, Colonial Downs. Love the way it looks. I mean, it's green. It's beautiful. You hear so much about the uh, the racing, the track. Tell our listeners about your oval. And as far as what would you compare it to? As far as if in fact there is a comparison out there about you know, that's a good question. I uh, I really I've never been anywhere that I could really compare it with. Um, you know, we've got a one turn mile and eight um, on the dirt, which is you know I'm, I'm hard pressed to think of anyone that. That has that our, our turf course. Um, we've got ten rain, lanes we run across, um, you know, alternating inner and outer every day, and then the lanes move every Saturday. We're on on fresh grass, so um, you know the inner turf course seven eighths of a mile, the outer's a mile and an eighth. Um, like I say it's a big wide course. I think it's 180 feet uh, wide. I think Gulfstream's like 160. So those are the follow Gulfstream. We're we've got a bigger course than than they do. Um, it's a it's a neat place. We're sort of off the, we're right off of 64 um, 
and we're we're probably I don't know say 35 minutes out of Richmond, and probably another 30 minutes out of Williamsburg. So we're you know the traffic comes by us every weekend on the way to the beach, and hopefully a few of them stop off off and see us. Wow, that is my my, my dad actually uh, passed the facility, and uh, is it is it in New Kent or is it Kent County? Uh, is uh, New Kent. New, New Kent, Kent and, well, which is in Kent County, I guess. Well, but, hey, you know what? Hey, yeah. Seldomly do I go two for two on anything, <laughs> except on cleaning my plate. Uh, you know, I, I'd like to make the uh, make the bucket list trip. And uh, if ever, hey, here it is. You get a freebie. If ever your your track handicapper ever twists his ankle or you know once a day off, I'd love to come down there and handicap with my good friend. Come on down, we open invitation. You get yeah, I'd love to. And I, but you know what? I, there's only two things that really stop me from it. Actually, there's he's a lot smarter than I am, and she's a lot prettier than I am. So, and, and she may be the better handicapper of all three of us. Well, we'll have the uh, big uh, big try. Is her father a, a trainer? Uh, now, uh, is now Tyler? Please excuse me if I. Is it Maggie? Maggie Wolfendale, Yes. Maggie, what was her? Is her father the trainer? Yes. Yeah. And he's stabled in Florida. Well, no, actually, he's a Maryland uh, Maryland okay. trainer. Actually, her mother. Uh, the horses aren't her mother's name over here this meet, but um, yeah, he has uh, horses over over at uh, Laurel, I guess, and they they're they may have a string in Florida also, but. Uh, um, I think the majority of the horses are, are, are in uh, Maryland. Uh, for my just kidding aside, they do an incredible job, and, and I always turn it up because I want to hear, uh, hear what the actual track professionals have to say, people that are on the beat and know what's actually happening. And uh, you got quite a crew down there. It's, it's always uh, your graphics are, 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 are good and they're eye-catchy. I mean, you, you, as a professional and, and you being versed in that as well, you may disagree. No, no, I, yeah, I know actually a, f- a friend of mine uh, works for another – uh, vendor, and uh, he was down here, and he was commenting on on the on the graphics. So, no, good or bad? Uh, no, no, they they liked him. He said they do a good job. Very eye catchy. Yeah. Well, as soon as I see it, I know where I'm at. It's yeah. it's you know sometimes I look at Calder and Arlington, and and you know I see the the powder blue, and then uh, then I'm lost. And yeah, and well, I, I think really that's more of a, a branding, I think. For, yes. For the Churchill properties, you know, which, um, you know, that you, at least you know who you're betting. Oh, that that is true. Be, before we really get into the meat of things here, uh, uh, I, I read there was an <laughs> there was a comment in the Blood Horse uh, uh, Churchill Downs dropping out of the NTRA, and they saw that as an upbeat situation. I think uh, I, I'd feel the uh, the the structure starting to rattle, the wheels are starting to rattle on the uh, the old automobile. Yeah, I, I um, you know. For, for what for you know for what we do in the racing department, um, you know there, there's not a whole lot of of um, you know a whole lot of interaction between the NTRA and the racing departments. You know maybe maybe that's something that could be changed in the future and and may uh, may sway you know some of the racetracks to get get back involved with them. I think in time, uh, I read a wonderful article and read a whole lot of blogs that I think racing is going to have to go down even a little bit further, almost to, as the old saying goes, you're going to have to bottom out, and then uh, then a resurgence will come back, and this time it's uh, it's not going to be your grandpa's game. Right, we it's, like to uh, say, the, the game has to evolve, it has to change with, with the times, and you know, racing is, uh, is one of those things that is just so deeply rooted in, in tradition that um, you know we're, we're slow to change, I, but I think uh, I think we're starting to see you know see the light that you know we do need to change. We do need to you know change uh, change the ways we, we do things. 
You know, when you talk about uh, deeply rooted, uh, would you have ever thought Churchill Downs would have lights? The word disco at the Downs would be happening. I mean, they've actually turned into an entertainment facility because they have seen the light. And oh, uh, I, you know, and I, making... I, to be honest, we were talking ten years ago. We were just we were just going to put in a little pool together and see, you know, at what point we're going to have a, a prime time Kentucky Derby. Um, you know, and, and now we, you know, looks like we're going to have that that option. So. Um, you know, I'm actually looking forward to it. We're going to put our toe in the water with the Breeders' Cup. I believe it's going to be one on one on each day, I believe. And now if you think about it, 3 o'clock would be the first uh, stakes race card in an 8 p.m. on a Saturday evening. How do you think the ratings would just blow off the roof? Oh, it'd be, it'll be huge. It, you know, if, if it's not, we've, you know, we've done something wrong. <laughs> yeah, you know, I I agree completely. But there's a lot of naysayers out there that would you know like to you know hold on to the traditionalist values. I see uh, I see yes and no to both, but uh, I see the survival of the game being first and foremost. Tyler, back to the uh, to the great uh, great place called Colonial Downs, and a wonderful wonderful turf, wonderful turf course, and it's just a lush. I mean, when you see it on the screen, it just it just catches your eye. And uh, your many trainers there. Uh, do you see people going north and south? Do they want to? They want to take a, a trip over the uh, track and maybe get a work in? Oh yeah, we 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 get. Um, actually, we've got pretty much everybody in the Mid Atlantic makes a trip over here at some point. Um, you know, some some Maryland trainers are are here. That you know, Hamilton Smith, Ferris Allen, uh, Mike Pino, uh, John Secor, Rodney Jenkins. Those guys are. You know, well known in the area, and I've uh, had a lot of success here and, and and elsewhere in the region over the years. And uh, you know, there's Kathleen O'Connell. I think she was the leading trainer this year at Tampa. Mm-hmm. She's been here the last couple of years, and she's she's given uh, Hammy and Ferris a, a run for their money this year. So, um, you know, we, we like say so we get uh, you know um, Grand Motion's got seven in this uh, this Saturday. Uh, Jonathan Shepard's got stalls here. Um, you know, those guys, you know, like the turf and, you know, maybe a horse that's, that's um, you know, second or third string that's not going to cut it, you know, with the Churchills and the Keenelands and, and um, you know, they're going to they're gonna come over here and they're going to run well and, and do well. I think you might see more out of Jonathan Shepard, one, than a proximity, two, with uh, Arlington Park. Uh, they've had a, a steep decline in purse cuts. Yeah, yeah, I read that uh, last week. It's, um, you know, unfortunate, but that's, that's part of the game. It's the saddest part of the game, and uh, it, it is actually true for the people that are really on the on the cusp of not believing. Trust you me, it's true. And uh, to actually just have a job day in and day out is uh, for the many people involved in racing. We're grateful. We'd uh, we'd like to see a resurgence, and I think it's going to take uh, take a great undertaking of marketing, promoting, and uh, coming together, almost like the NFL you know, pulling together, and, and I think it's time that we all just try to hang together versus hanging separately. Yep. No, I, I agree. You know, I'd say there's, hopefully there's light at the end of the tunnel and, and uh, things turn around for the industry. Um, you know, we, I, some other things that, that, you know, your listeners might know, know here, we, uh, we run some steeplechase races here, too. We get a lot of oh, wow from the uh, National Steeplechase Association. Um, every other Sunday, we run a couple steeple race chases, and, and uh, you know, we we run so many races on the turf here. We've got a, a niche here with, with some of the lower-level claimers that, you know, really won't get an opportunity to run on the turf somewhere else unless they're, you know, running in a little overnight handicap or, a, you know, a starter allowance or, you know, distance series or something like that. But we get, um, you know, we're able to run some, some long distances that, 
you know, for, on the turf, it, you know, most people don't have an opportunity to run because they don't run quite as many as we do on the turf. And it, and it looks like it just holds up tremendously. And, Tyler, I'm going to put you right to the fire being a meteorologist. What does the weather look like for one of your first big weekends at Colonial Downs this weekend? Last time I looked, we were, I think, uh, low 90s and sunny. Oh, not wow. A sky, you know, not, a, not a cloud in the sky, so... Welcome to summer. It, it sure beats the Virginia Derby when it was uh, raining cats and dogs. Oh, yeah, that was brutal. I've never seen rain come down like that and still stay on the turf course. Uh, you know, years ago here, they, they actually took races off the dirt and put them on the turf after rain. Wow. <laughs> that is incredible. What is your percentage of uh, dirt and turf? Uh, we probably, right now, we're probably running five or six dirt races a week out of 47 races, so... Um, you know, it's uh, pretty impressive. I say, other than you know, a small meet like Kentucky Downs where it's all turf, you're, you're, mm-hmm. you're, I think you'd be hard pressed to find anywhere in the country that runs as much turf as we do. Oh, I love it, and and, and turf racing it catches so many people uh, as as punters uh, that they love to play. And if you love to play, uh, you need to take a look at Colonial Downs. With, with a deep heart there because uh, these guys really put on a, a top-notch show, and you've got some stupendous riders. Uh, if you can, name a few. I'm going to name my favorite in the back of my heart. He may not uh, lead, the, uh, lead the nation is Horatio Caramanos. Oh, yeah, I think he's second right now, maybe tied for second. Uh, Rosemary Holmeister, she was a leading rider here last year. She was a leading, leading rider at uh, Tampa this year, I believe. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and Rosemary, she does a good job. She comes out and she spends time with the kids after the races, and we're going to do a little thing here Sunday um, on Father's Day. Uh, we're going to have you know kids come out and break out of the starting gate and run a run a foot race, and the jocks are come out and handle the kids in the in the starting gate. So that'll be fun. Um, cool. Uh, Caramarnas, you mentioned uh, Eric Camacho, Sheldon Russell, uh, Louis Garcia, Malcolm Franklin. Uh, most of those guys, you know, back here year after year. And, and, you know, right now we're probably the top five or six jocks are probably, you know, three three apart. You know, so right now everything's still pretty Very close. exciting. Mm-hmm. And when you mentioned uh, Rosemary, I like to refer to her as Lady H. And, uh, she, <laughs> boy, she she's about as uh, tough as a nickel stick. She hangs right in there. Uh, don't ever uh, believe the uh, anything that the, the girls can't keep up with the guys because uh, the reason she can't keep up is because she's way in front. Oh, uh, yeah. She yeah. is she is really good. Tyler, this weekend is a big date on your racing calendar for Colonial. Uh, what do we have to look forward to? Well, actually, we've got a pretty good card here Saturday. I think any any track in the country would be pleased to present it. Uh, we've got uh, 12 races, um, a couple undercard stakes, or actually one undercard cycle, overnight handicap, and uh, we got a grade three, the all-long stakes. Uh, it's Phillies and Mares, a mile and eighth on the turf. It, it came up pretty nice. Um, you know, I think we've got uh, we got the multiple grade one winner from Chile in it. Um, Grand Motion That's a shared a account. Smile. Very nice. Shared account's a grade two winner. Uh, Tis a Queen is a grade two winner. Dinah Slew, Blind Date. Uh, that's Hamilton Smith, uh, who I mentioned earlier. He won the Oaks with her here last year. So, um, no, the race came up very strong. I'm very pleased with uh, with it, and we'll see what. Uh, I don't see how you couldn't be anything but elated. The all along Grade Three, a mile and eighth on the turf, and uh, I, I keep looking at it. I mean. First off, Mammoth is throwing money out there that is just incredible. I mean, their their experiment, 
this year uh, with, with uh, three days. It's a million dollars per day, 50 days. It's going to be incredible there with the riders you've drawn in. Just from the rail out, Dinah Slew, Alan Garcia, Kitty Cat Express, uh, Sheldon Russell, Blind Date, Rosemary Homeister, E.T. Baird, or Tiz Queena, who I really, really like for Mike Stidham. Uh, and, and I think you, you should see some really good action out of this uh, five-year-old mare, uh, two-back run against Fola and Hot Cha-Cha, both of which you saw run at Keeneland. Shared account, Edgar Prado, Katarina, and uh, you've got Garrett Gomez and Mike Matz, Omega Cat, and uh, Jermaine Bridgemahan, and as you alluded to, Castle Mike Kazachlan, Kent Sormo. I mean, you have really outdid yourself as far as a race, and, and that's a grade three event. That, that is stupendous. Yeah, he came up real strong. I'm, I'm real pleased. Hopefully we'll, we'll get uh, moved up to a grade two here in the next year or so. And then we get the cherry on the Sunday for the Saturday, I should say, and that is the 10th race of Colonial Mile and 316th, the grade two Colonial Turf Cup. Yeah, it came up strong also. Um, Patio Prado is going to be here uh, for, for Dale Romans. Uh, doubles partner for Pletcher, again, a grade two winner. Patio Prado is a grade three winner. Uh, Dean's Kitten, you know, got to read root for Mike. Uh, you know, I work at Turfway in the winter, and he won the, uh, <clears throat> the lanes in this year, so, um, which is a grade two. Uh, so, you know, this race, uh, this race came up pretty strong also. Oh, I, once again, I think you're being way too humble. This is a stupendous race. Patio Prado running in the Derby, the Preakness, and uh, actually uh, th- there's a lot of, uh, from, from a, a, a better's perspective, and I know that you're, you're a man of racing, but from a better's perspective, and, and you don't ever see the window, and, and probably rightfully so, uh, the 12-hole in a maiden race, and I saw something, and in this three-year-old Colt by El Prado came out of the clouds screaming, then turns around and breaks his maiden in the grade three Palm Beach at Gulfstream, runs in the Bluegrass on the Poly second, the Kentucky Derby runs a very honest third, and, and just, was, uh, just was bested by Icebox for second, then the Preakness, and I'm going to toss it out just for you know how grueling the Triple Crown uh, Trail can be, but back on the turf, Patio Prado's 9-5, to Kenta Sermo and Dale Romans, who, uh, who actually, uh, in my opinion, rules or, or has ruled Churchill Downs for many, many seasons, but Patio Prado is quite a pickup here, Tyler. Yeah, no, it'll be uh, it'll be you know a treat, and I you know hopefully Dale will be here, and maybe we'll we'll get him out on the on the golf course Friday. I was yeah. going to say he might sucker you in for a bet, and then <laughs> he's kidding. Uh, winner of the Lanes Inn at Turfway Park, and uh, probably one of the nicest guys in racing, Mike Maker. Uh, he has been on our show uh, before, and uh, and for Ken and Sarah Ramsey, I think you're going to see the familiar white and red with the big R on the uh, on the helmet. Uh, Thrill Colt by Kittens Joy, and everything Kittens Joy is actually thrown out there. It's just been uh, stupendous on the weeds, and I look for nothing but. And Alan Garcia, the rider there, uh, has actually been a guest on our show, and uh, we spoke to him two days prior, and then he turns around and wins the bluegrass, so got the magic touch here. But in the, in the gray two-tower, I, I, think, I think what a pickup right along the rails, Patio Prado, and I've even got a note here, bet early and bet often right. as, far as, as far as that's concerned. But great, uh, great uh, weekend put together. Congratulations, you and your staff on that. Uh, wanted to ask you a question about uh, with, uh, with, with the climate of racing. At your track, uh, 
VLTs, the hope thereof, or any alternative gaming laying on the horizon? Well, we're you know like like every track that doesn't have it, we're you know we're working at it and, and trying to get it done. Uh, you know things are you know not progressing quite as fast as I think we'd like them to, but uh, we we do do something here that's that's you know fairly unique. We uh, um, Colonial Downs has its own uh, ADW um, named Easy Horseplay, basically Virginia. Uh, residents can sign up for it, and uh, you know you can bet online at home. Now we have little kiosks in, in some bars throughout, uh, and some golf courses and things like that throughout um, throughout Virginia. So um, you know you, you go in, have dinner, you can you know, watch the races there at the at the at the bar or at the at the restaurant, and you can you can play you know from anywhere um, you know in town. So you know it, you know we're, we're you know we're basically putting little mini OTBs out there and trying to um, trying to drum up business that way. I love the idea. I mean, people have talked about the one-armed bandits and or the multi the multifaceted machines to uh, to uh, help the bottom line and alternative gaming in any way. But I really like that you guys have stayed within the parameters of, you know what, we're proud of our product, let's take it out there. And, you know, if you can't make it, we're going to take it to you. And uh, I'm sure bowling alleys and uh, and uh, golf courses and, and many other places where you can actually get your bet on. Now in South America, there there's a lot of uh, mini OTB. We're just going to say like a 7-Eleven type store or uh, right. or somewhere where they can actually uh, they they can make make wagers. And uh, Charleston Broadcasting was uh, was leading uh, was leading the pack on this one. And uh, our good friend Brian Bain uh, uh, being involved uh, with that, I, I chatted with him quite a bit. And you know, if if, if they're not going to come to the races, actually take the races to them. Right, and, and I, I think it's I think it's a great idea. Yeah, the nice thing about it, like I say, you can you can uh, make your wager there. Uh, you can print a program. Uh, you can watch it on on the TV. Um, you know, it's it's pretty slick. It was well thought out, and uh, you know, it's so far I think. Uh, They've had pretty good success with it and hopefully continues to grow. And the name of this program is? Uh, Easy Horseplay. Oh, I like that. I like that. It rolls off the, the tongue there. It's uh, very uh, marketing-friendly, and uh, I like that. I'm going to take a look at that one, and uh, we need to examine that one uh, more in depth and maybe other states uh, kind of catch cue. Changing gears a little bit, Mammoth Park ran is running a smaller lucrative meet, in your opinion. Does racing need the less is more technique to survive? I, in certain, uh, I'd say in certain times of the year, um, you know, there's there's merit to it. Um, you know, certain meets, you know, I, I think are are going to be successful regardless. Uh, you know, Keeneland, you know, your Saratogas, your 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 Delmars. I mean, you know, cutting back, sure, it might might you know boost field size a little bit, etc. But um, you know, I. You know, actually, Mama's putting a pretty good hurt on us here. Um, you know, just the purse money they're giving away, they're paying back through last. So basically, wow. you know, a guy that uh, runs last gets a paycheck of $1,500. Um, you know, it's great for the horseman. Um, you know, but it, it's it. there's less incentive for a guy to ship here that, you know, he's got a maybe a, you know, $600 van ride here, and he's, you know, the same van ride there, and there he's guaranteed to make $1,500 here. You know, he might come home with his, you know, his hat in his hand. You know, so um, they're they're definitely, uh, you know, hurting, uh, you know, the, the tracks in in the region. You know, but 
New York is taking a pounding, and uh, they're still putting in a quality show. Please don't take that any other way of anyone. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. New York is New York, and uh, and they put on a tremendous show. But you know, I can see the little uh, the little niches that uh, you know the nooks and crannies. It, it hurts a bit, and yeah, you, uh, you, you can't blame an owner. I mean, they've got a lot of money oh. invested in this, in the, you know, in their in their hobby and their business, and and you know, they've got to go where the money's at. I can't blame them a little bit. When you said you took the words right out of my mouth, I was glad to hear that the the horseman. Uh, when you said pay back the last fifteen hundred bucks, I mean that's awfully tough to squabble with. What is your, what is your average field size, if I may ask? Uh, right now, actually, we're like so we're a little slower than we were last year. Last year, I think we were average like um, close to ten overall. I think we're a little closer to eight right now. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we've started off a little slow. Just just I think partially because of mom, if people were. Um, you know, wanted to go up there and, and take a shot at the at the big money, and um, you know, like I say, I, I can't blame them. I mean, you know, those meets don't come around every year, and uh, you know, they've got to take advantage of it. So now that you know, some of them got up there and run, and you know, maybe didn't do quite as well as they thought they were going to. They're they're hopefully coming back here, licking their wounds, and entries will you know pick up a little bit. Hopefully they do. Because ego, after this meet of Colonial Downs. Uh, you're back to Kentucky, and uh, is racing safe for 2010, or should we expect more changes to come? No, I think uh, you know. I think the show's going to go on. You know, they they may tweak some things, and I'm sure they learned a lot uh, last year running their three and four day a week schedule, and and um, you know, I'm sure um, you know they're they're going over the numbers and you know trying to see ways you know how how we can improve it. Final question, then we're going to send you off so you can have, go to the all-you-can-eat buffet chicken buffalo wing. Uh, and I, because, uh, or you're, you're probably out for a three-mile jog. Now, which is it? Well, I actually just got off the golf course, and I'm glad I had to leave early because I was getting, <laughs> it was getting ugly out there. So, uh. <laughs> Tyler, as a man who was born into the game, and uh, you know, it would have been hard to have been, uh, been a painter. Uh, your, your father, Rick Lee, uh, who's, uh, who's one of the best in the in the industry in the game, and uh, what you talk about one of the nicest guys before it was even invented. Nice guy, always applied to Rick Lee and your mother being in the game, Amy, and and I've had the pleasure of working around both of which, you know. So it was going to be part of your part of your 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 future. And what are your words of advice for anyone who wants to follow a career in racing? Uh. You know, if you really want to do it, the best way to do it is to come out, um, start at the bottom, get the basics, and work your way up. You know, if you want to be in, you know, in the marketing department, come out and you know ask if you can do an internship. Learn the basics. If you want to be involved with the horses, um, you know, come out, uh, talk to the racing secretary, see if he can, you know, find you a job with a trainer on the backside. You know, uh, you know, start walking hots and and uh you know grooming horses and, and go from there but you know it's like anything else you, you get the basics down you take care of the little things the big things will take care of themselves and in fact they have and and uh it's indicative when we watch uh uh colonial downs every day on tv we can always uh we always know there's quality product following or you know there was something you left out or we can just park cars and being 15 years old or 16 exactly. years old in the brutal cold of the, of the winter times of Kentucky. Oh yeah, I actually, you know, the uh, entry was a little rough the other day. I was driving in that morning and uh, I saw a guy cutting grass in the median. I said, "I'm, I'm jealous," you know. 
it brings back five memories. Tyler, on behalf of Winning Ponies, I'd like to thank you for taking your time away from your busy schedule. I know this is a big weekend for you and being our special guest this week. And many thanks. We're going to see you at the races, my friend, and, uh, and we're all going to have all eyes on Colonial Downs this weekend. All right, sounds good. Thank you. Appreciate, uh, appreciate the time. And if, uh, like I say, whenever you want to come down, we've got a spot for you on the show. Thank you, my friend. Talk to you soon, Tyler. Have a right, great talk one. Talk to you later, Mike. That's when Tyler Picklesheimer, another good guy in racing. Time to head out to a break. When we return, we're going to talk some final furlong cabbie news for racing. My man Pistol Pete's been holding, and we're going to talk to the Mule Man here on Winning Ponies. The fans now have a voice to speak their mind. No holds barred. They need a bitch's ass and then move on. I just just think that the coach made a mistake. All crazy. (laughs) NFL, MLB, NBA, NHL. Speak up. Speak up. Or forever hold your mouth. We ain't playing around here. Voice America Sports. What? Can't make it to the track? You can still get all the action with winningponies.com, the home of Horstradamus, handicapper extraordinaire with the most accurate predictions on thoroughbreds, quarters, and Arabian horses at most American and Canadian tracks. Whether it be the Triple Crown, Breeders' Cup, Travers, Haskell, or your daily races, don't worry, let winningponies.com make some money for you. The latest business information is made simple with the Voice America Business Network. The professionals in the business world bring you live talk radio shows featuring an array of business topics, strategies for building wealth, sales and marketing, stock trading, investing, and business technology. Voice America business hosts are professionals in their fields and bring to the airwaves weekly business discussions that offer up-to-date information, advice, and education. The Voice America Business Network, the bottom line in business talk. Spin It with Chuck Foreman has a spin on so much that's going on. It will be hard to fit it all into the promo. We'll talk about the weekend games, what to look forward to, hot topics in the news. Spin It Old School, which gives a back-in-the-day approach from Chuck. A no-spin zone where Chuck gives an unbiased opinion and lets you do the same. Chuck will be taking us around town and around the world with news, happenings, and more. It's football, news, and happenings. Tune in for Spin It with Chuck Foreman. Tuesdays at 2 p.m. Eastern, 11 a.m. Pacific, on the Voice America Sports Channel. The opening kickoff is a beauty. It's a fly ball deep right field. That goes O'Neal. He's a tough shot. Got it. With 2.8 seconds left to left. I don't care where they put him. This one is out of here. From high school to the pros, we, we cover everything. Let your voice be heard. Voice America Sports. You're tuned in to Winning Ponies with your host, Ed Meyer. Got a tip for us? Need a tip from us? If you want to talk with Ed or his guests, the phone lines are now open toll-free at 1-888-346-9144. That's 1-888-346-9144. Or you can send an email to ed at winningponies.com. Now back to Winning Ponies with Ed Meyer. And welcome back to Winning Ponies. Thank you for tuning in. I've got Tyler Picklesheimer, as I always say, nice guy, because there's not too many bad guys out there in racing. 
it's always it's a world within a world. Once again, real quick, fun alert, fun alert. The 11th Race of Mammoth this week can be sponsored by Winning Ponies. You can dig them up for a free set of the races for Mammoth Park. Big day at Mammoth Park. Every day is a big day at Mammoth Park. And they also own that five-and-a-half turf race. They like the five. Rose Catherine, five to two. And as my friend Pistol Pete says, bet early, bet often. Real quick, I want to let you know, Julian Le Peru to be back riding by July 1st little birthday present for me. They're going to bring him back. The NTRA Live webcast of Zenyatta's win in the Vanity Handicap. More than 3,000 people in 38 countries. That is really cool. Churchill Downs lights up for disco and night racing. They have themed night standard. You're going to want to check it out, all according to the Courier Journal, but check it out on Churchill Downs. Uh, churchilldowns.com and I think you're going to really be surprised that the Twin Spires stepping up like this. Zenyatta standing alone with a record 17 win. Standing alone, throwing another crowd with her spine tingling late charge. The undefeated mayor nabbed and determined St. Trinian's by a half a length. If that's a half a length, my goodness, I, I, I must need some bigger specs. But talking about a man who has an opinion on racing, an opinion on Highline, dogs, thoroughbreds, cheapsters, and now mules, Mr. Pete Iowa. Pete, are you there? I'm here. As they say, it's time for the bizarre segment of the show. <laughs> no, no, no. That has been the, 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 the entire portion. Now we have nothing but truth and reality. Pete, we know that you like the horses, and, and we know that uh, once or twice a year we get to hear a little bit, and, and with all due respect, I call you the Mule Man, and it's only out of love. Mule Man, lay it on us. Well, you know, the Mule season is back up and running. Uh, it started on the uh, last weekend of, uh, of uh, May. Actually, it was Belmont weekend at the Winnemucca County Fair in Humboldt, Nevada. We talked about that a little bit last week. Uh, but the season's really heating up. Starting uh, on Saturday at Stockton, the San Joaquin County Fair, the first of the fair meets here in Northern California. Uh, and the second race on Saturday... Actually, talking about the uh, Stockton races, it's not often that you can play a pick four like they have offered for you on Saturday at Stockton. First race for quarters, the second race is mules, the third race Arabians, and then we're back to the more conventional style with thoroughbred racing in race four. So four races, four breeds. Uh, try that on your handicapping uh, seminar and see how you do there. Uh, the <laughs> second race is the mule race. It's a $5,000 contest. What these fairs try to do is they try to have one big mule purse a season uh, so Stockton will be having theirs on Saturday, and they've got the two big ladies in the game. Uh, we're talking about Bar JF Red Ticket and Bar JF Hot Ticket. Here's an interesting thing about these two horses, or mules rather, they're sisters, full sisters, in fact. Hot Ticket, the seven-year-old model. Red Ticket, the five-year-old model. Hot Ticket, the reigning queen of mule racing. She's won 34 of 42, earned over $174,000. So we're not talking about county fair meets anymore. Uh, her younger sister, Bar JF Red Ticket, has only lost four times, 19 starts, 15 wins, and four seconds. She's never been worse than second, Red Ticket. This is the younger version now. And three of the four times she lost was to her older sister, Bar JF Hot Ticket. They hooked up at Humboldt County. They ran uh, on Saturday and Sunday on Beaumont Day. It was Red Ticket defeating her older sister. But uh, on the following day, the 400-yard Invitational, the uh, old lady and older sister have hot ticket prevailed, so it's the rubber match. It's race two from Stockton. Red ticket against hot ticket. I guarantee you the Quinella will be paying less than $3.
Hot ticket. Correct me if I'm wrong. Is that a 76% winning uh, record there, Peter? Uh, yes, it is. 42 starts. I'm not kidding you. 34 wins, five seconds, and two-thirds. Has earned over $174,000. So she's only been off the, uh, off the board one time. And the only time that she's been beat in the last two years, she lost to her younger sister, Red Ticket, who she'll be facing on Saturday in Northern California. You know, you talk about it with horse racing, guys. You talk about the, the, the racing needs stars, and we need uh, things that people can latch on to. That's the beauty of mule racing. In itself, mules, they, you know, they, they campaign for six, seven, eight seasons. They're not going anywhere. Uh, hot ticket, she dethroned uh, Sarah Nelson, who was the reigning queen before that. Interesting note, red ticket's only other defeat in her life was to Sarah Nelson. So she was bred to be a champion. She's out of the damn hold-all tickets. Hold all tickets is the Queen Mule Dam. If you see that name in a mule race line, you want to go to the windows in a hurry. They actually have a younger brother named Lucky Ticket. He made his debut on Belmont Day, winning his debut by six. Came right back in the Winnemucca Gold Cup the following day, Ed. They ran these mules back-to-back days and prevailed again. So Lucky Ticket is two for two in his racing career, and he's looking to go after the big sisters later on in the season. Got a dilemma for you. Five hundred dollars in your pocket. You've got the day off. You are you're standing on a corner. High line front end. I believe I. I hope I got that one right. Don't I? Yes. In front, in front end. Okay. Dog races to your left. High line. Mule races in the back and thoroughbred across the street. Wherever you go. I'm going to the mule races. Absolutely. <laughs> I love it. Absolutely. I, I, I actually only it. got to see mule races live and in person one time. That was at the Los Angeles County Fair at Fairplex. Uh, kind of the, the, the Saratoga of the mule season. Uh, I kid you not, the first mule race I ever watched, uh, a gentleman by the name of Dahaji Gladly won the race, and it was his first win in, in Southern California on anything. And one of the uh, veteran horse players yells from the stands, uh, where did you come from? And uh, Dahaji <laughs> Gladney smiles, turns to him, and says, didn't you hear? I'm the new mule man in town. So. <laughs> That's the great I thing love about it. fair meets of any quality. Everybody's having a good time, and you know, in horse racing and and in any entertainment business anymore, if you can offer your fans and customers a good time, you're one step ahead of the game. You are hard pressed there. That that's a good, very good point there, Pete. Pete, we got a minute here. Uh, do you have any other uh, other selections here, real quick? Just shoot them out names and uh, anything that will catch your eye, or or moreover, catch your wallet this weekend. Well, you know, I, I don't like I say I don't know how to make money on that mule race at uh, at Stockton, so you know you're going to have to go uh, go out uh, go elsewhere for money making opportunities. Anyway, uh, kind of like a horse in the uh, first live race at River Downs uh, on the on the 20th. Uh, that would be uh, Sunday. Would be what Sunday? Yeah, bothers the, uh, the, the eight horse outside horse. Google's day surveys a five to one on the morning line. Undisclosed trouble. You can tell all your listeners about my undisclosed trouble plays as you cashed in big time mm-hmm. on one Tuesday. Yes, uh, the source was in Thank no you. man's land when the track was literally washed out with one race to go. Still only defeated two lengths, and I uh, talked to Larry Holt after that race, and he said that Perry told him he had no idea what was going on. Perry couldn't see a thing. <laughs> Peter, I'll tell you what. You come up with some of the most intriguing stories and, I, and actually, I wrote a blog about a very good friend of mine named Pete Aiello, one uh, being you and, uh, and all the excitement you bring to the game. Pete, thanks for the call. Appreciate it. And we're going to be watching Mules because Winning Ponies takes the Mules. Thanks again, Pete. Have a great evening. All right. 
Well, time flies when you're talking thoroughbred racing, mule racing, and this week is no exception. Winning ponies would like to thank special guest Tyler Pickleheimer for taking time to be with us. Pistol Pete for being with us and laying out some mules. Laying out the mules. Can you believe it? I can believe it because Pete absolutely loves it. He's already making plans to be here for next year, or excuse me, to be there for next year. And uh, I think he will be. I think he just absolutely loves it. Well, until next week, everybody have a happy and safe Father's Day. Make sure that you hammer Patio Prado at the windows. And don't forget, may your winners be many and your losers and photos be few. Good luck and good night, everyone. Listening to Winning Ponies with Ed Meyer. We know the information from today's show will help you at the next post. Keep listening for more next Thursday at 8 p.m. Eastern Time, 5 Pacific on the Voice America Sports Network.